Listening to the Front Porch Anarchast. We hope you enjoy the broadcast. Like and share our page at Front Porch Anarchast on Facebook. And yet another episode of Front Porch Anarchast. Freedom starts on your own front porch. This really, I guess, is not an episode. Maybe we should call it more like bonus content because because I'd just like to talk about the podcast. I'm really excited about it right now. Things in my personal life have kind of calmed down. We're kind of getting in a routine. And it's just opening things up and hopefully I can get more content out there. I would like to uh, take a minute though to ask anybody who listens to this could you give me a share? Like, could you just share the uh, podcast, maybe, a link? Or you could take an audio clip, maybe, and share that. Not really picky, but I would like to grow uh, my audience a little bit. And, you know, i just like to reach more people uh, for two reasons. One, for purely selfish reasons, and you know, so that I could uh, shamelessly plug some of my uh, my decal designs and t-shirts. But the other reason is, you know, even if that never gets off the ground, uh, I hope it does. Uh, I hope some of my other ventures get off the ground too. But, um, you know, even if that never gets off the ground, if, if I could just help spread the idea of freedom to other people that would just uh, you know that'd make my day if I could find a, a community and I use that term loosely because you know we wouldn't all have to live in one place but I'd, I'd like to find a, a group of people who just really get freedom I know when people use the term anarchy that it turns some people off because, you know, they just can't get past the whole chaos. When they don't realize that, you know, anarchy is what comes out of that, is the order that comes out of that chaos. And I'd just like a chance to, uh, you know, to reach some, some people who may be on the fence right now about statism versus anarchy you know, reach the people who who realize that there's something wrong with an overreaching, overpowerful government dictating what people or how people live their lives. There's just I, I can't even fathom the mindset of asking some man in a suit that's thousands of miles away to decide what you do with your body or who you can sell your labor to who you can sell legally and I use that term loosely uh, justly acquired property to I don't understand that mindset of, of begging for that kind of control over one's life and and there are people out there who are all they're already on the fence about it and 
sure there's plenty that are hardcore constitution this and flag that who they're never going to change and you know i don't even want them to change there's no point and there's no point in me wasting my time or my breath on that but you know every now and then somebody gets it and one of my guilty pleasures is reading facebook posts that local news will post because you know you get hardcore statist responses anytime somebody gets killed by a police employee then the hardcore responses you're going to get you're going to get two kinds one is about race if there's race involved in it there's a subset of people who are going to be who are going to be claiming that the reason the guy was shot is because he was x color then there's going to be another subset of people that is going to argue with that first set of people about how race doesn't matter and and so they get to bickering about racism and when they don't realize that they're both racist uh, you know i mean it's really obvious that both of both groups are they're racist so every now and then i like to throw something in there to kind of stir the pot and you know kind of make somebody think you know hey wait a minute i'm a racist um you know maybe they could just dial it back a little bit uh you know even if they just admit that they're racist that's a step forward they don't even have to change if they can just admit to themselves that they're racist but anyway i digress um there's those two subsets of people and then there's the die hard statists and the diehard statists the dead guy had it coming never fails there's all there's this group of flag waving boot licking people and that's all they do is the policeman was is right obey the law you have nothing to fear if you're not doing anything wrong and if you accidentally get killed then you just took one for the team because America. And then there's two sides of that. There's there's the the people who thinks that the guy should have been killed and then there's a the group of people who think that he shouldn't have been killed, you know, because he had a hard life, but still my constitution, you know, they 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 can't think past that that uh the paradigm of left and right and it devolves in devolves into um, into an argument about left an argument about left and right and snowflake and conservative and bible thumper and and so they spend all their time bickering and they really they just keep going around in circles and I'm like hey man killing people over stuff is wrong and then i'm the bad guy because everybody will pile on the guy who says killing people over stuff is wrong do they not even get it i'm the anarchist i'm telling them that killing people over stuff is wrong but yeah, but no no anarchy because people can't be trusted it makes no sense and it would be comical if it wasn't so serious if my life wasn't at stake here you know and what i can do with my life it would be funny to sit back and watch this because these people will just keep bickering 
you know, about the state needs to do this and the state needs to do that. And if the state would just do it this way, like they say it's going to, then, you know, it would be much better. So we need to hire, or excuse me, we need to elect better people because if we get better people, then they'll make people be better and pass better laws. And and it's, it's crazy. They've been doing the same thing now for hundreds of years and it's not working. But don't be the guy that points that out, and especially don't be the anarchist that points it out. And if you want to make everybody really mad, let them know that you're also an atheist. Oh, my God. And if that doesn't do it, there's one other thing that will. Let them know you're a vegan. There must not be, I, there must only be like six anarchists who are atheists and vegan in the whole world. Uh, and when I say anarchist, I mean like, I guess I should say voluntarist because, I mean, there's some ANCOMs that are probably militant vegans. Uh, I'm not a militant vegan by any means. Uh, and I don't mean to unfairly just pick on the ANCOMs because I'm sure there's militant vegans of all varieties, but uh, in my in my limited experience uh, of trying this uh, this eating lifestyle, dietary lifestyle, I haven't run across anybody yet, uh, a vegan that's not a statist. Sometimes I'll run across somebody who says they don't eat meat and they might lean toward voluntarism. But anybody who leans toward voluntarism usually doesn't proclaim that they're vegan. And I think that I think that uh, veganism probably comes up along with about the same stigma. In normal circles, I use quotation marks, as being an anarchist. Uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, people kind of talk about you in hushed tones. And man, I've yet to find an atheist that, an atheist that's a vegan who isn't a statist. I've, I've yet to find one of those. Uh, it may just be me and my partner and our kids we may be we may be the only people who match up with that and you know got all sorts of other uh, eclectic qualities uh, about my lifestyle that that don't really fit into any labels and uh, it's hard to pigeonhole me into any group so anytime I get it and I've totally got off the topic here but Whoa, something big and dead and bloody in the road there. Um, so, bring that back around to the uh, social media posts from the uh, local news stations. Anytime I answer or respond to any of those posts, uh, I get called out. There's like, I mean, everybody just piles on me. Uh, there was one time, though, that... Uh, and I may be uh, 
I may be repeating myself here, but there was one time when uh, the every, people started jumping on me in a in a homesteading group. Uh, no, they were they were talking about cat jerky, and I I'm not using that as a euphemism or anything. Like they're talking about making jerky from a cat, and I believe they were talking about making it from a bobcat, but somebody missed the the reference there and thought they thought that the guy was talking about killing house cats to make jerky out of it and it it blew up and you know I'm like what does it matter if he what you know he's talking about a bobcat but what would it matter if he was talking about a house cat you know I mean it's an animal and he's making jerky out of it what's the big deal and uh, there were some diehard um, carnivores that were also cat lovers that did not appreciate that and then they so they started checking out my facebook pages and determined that i was some kind of a troll and instigator and that i got paid professionally to um, i was a i was a professional vegan troll that was uh being paid to convert people to veganism um Granted, I'm the only guy really at that point that had been defending the dude's right to make jerky from whatever he had wanted to. Um, you know, I mean, it's not my cat. I'd prefer, you know, if if I had to go to his house, I prefer when, you know, he's not like frying potatoes for me in the same grease that he's cooking cat in. But, you know, hey, um, I can just stay away from his house. But, you know, his dietary choices are on him. Um, unfortunately, some vegans don't really feel that way, and most statists don't feel that um, that anybody has a right to do anything that that that's been voted against, or anything that hasn't been voted for. I don't even understand the whole concept, and and then you throw the atheism in there, and I don't know. There's a whole like there's a whole subset of anarchists that believe that. Atheists can't be anarchists. I don't even understand that. I'm, I'm like, but here I am, you know. I, but you know, no matter how much I proclaim that, you know, I don't believe that there should be a state. You know, I should be living my own life for some reason, unless I believe in their. Well, actually, they don't care which god I believe in, but they think I have to believe in a god, or I'm worshiping sky cloths i don't I, I honestly don't get it why even in in an anarchist community why why they're going to pick out they're, why they're going to slam on the uh, atheists and on the vegans but hey it's the world we live in and i want to use this podcast to try to break some of those stereotypes and get and just get the message out there that people can live they can live together. Well, how does the Coke song go in harmony and buy the world a Coke? You know, that's basically what I think. I I don't want to force my views on anybody, and I don't want anybody forcing their views on me. And why can't we just all get along? We don't even have to get along. We just have to be able to keep our noses out of everybody else's business. I don't know. But that's what I'm hoping for this podcast, and I'm really looking forward to uh, the next couple of months. Maybe I can get a podcast out a week. 
maybe I can get out a podcast even more often than that. And if I'm able to put a little bit of thought into it, might be able to get one out a day. But that's going to, uh, that'll take a little practice. And I'm not really sure how long these things are going to be. I'd really like to get them to a, a set time. I think that I think that makes it a lot easier to listen to if you know that the episode is going to be like 30 minutes long or you know it's going to be an hour. I know that when I'm listening to things, I like I like it to be a set amount of time. And honestly, even though I'm guilty of it myself, I don't really like 10-minute podcasts. Um, much too short. I guess if you just have like some little news blurb to put out that that would be fine. But when I'm working around the house, I don't really have time to try to keep up with uh, podcasts starting and stopping. And yeah, that just gets annoying. And I'm guilty of doing the exact same thing myself. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm going to try. going to try to get that that together. If um, If you have any suggestions, what I should do, what you'd like to hear in a podcast, or what you would like to hear from an anarchist point of view. You know that uh, send me a message. I'd be more than happy to um, to try to accommodate that. And if there's something you know that you think I could put out there that you could share with um, with someone you know, maybe you're leaning toward anarchy and you don't really know how they feel about it, and you want to share. Uh, you know, you kind of want to feel them out, and um, you know, you're like, hey, check this out. What do you think? Um, you know. If there's something I could hit on, let me know. I'm also open for really any kind of suggestions. If you have any advice on what I could do to to monetize the podcast, that would be great. Or even if you have any podcasting tips, maybe you've done a podcast and you know you know some uh, some tricks that I that might make it easier for me. It takes me a while to edit these. I edit out a lot of the ums and ahs and the. The spaces in there where I lose my train of thought. I, I drive most of the time when I'm doing these, so I lose my train of thought quite a bit because I'd rather think about what's going on on the road than what I'm actually saying. So, so I edit out some of those gaps, and I know you can hear it. I also try to edit out some of the road noise, but if if I edit out very much of it, it makes the um, it makes my voice very tinny and it just it's it's hard on the ears i know my voice isn't the best i know i've got a hick accent i've tried to work on that but sometimes there's some words that come out and i when i go back and listen to it i just i cringe but if i can cut it out i will if i can't then um, you're just kind of stuck with it if you choose to listen to it so any kind of podcasting advice you want to give feel free I'm always open to suggestions. If you can think of any kind of uh, advertising opportunities I may have and you want to share that, I would I would gladly welcome that. I'm not a professional broadcaster at all. I know you can't tell, but not a professional broadcaster, and I'm just kind of making this up and winging it as I go along um, because I'm interested in getting, getting the message out, and this is about the only way I can think of to do it. People don't really like to read. I'd rather write. But, you know, I get it. It's hard to write or hard to read when you're going down the road. It's a lot easier to listen to a podcast. And uh, 
you know, I listen to podcasts while I'm driving. I also, I also listen to podcasts um, at night when I'm cleaning up and um, cooking for the next day and when I'm going to bed. Um, I'll put a podcast on and set a timer and, you know, listen to 30 minutes of it. If If I fall asleep before that, next night I'm listening to that same 30 minutes until I get it listened all the way through. Uh, I am a I am an avid consumer of podcasts and audiobooks. It's hard to find though a good or for me anyway, it's hard to find a good voluntarist or anarchist podcast that that I can be interested in. I do like listening to Free Talk Live. I listen to the podcast versions because there's no local station here that carries it. Uh, even if there were my work schedule is um, very odd, so I'm at work most of the time when Free Talk Live is on the air live. And there have been other podcasts in the past that I've listened to. I listened to Ben Stone, the uh, Bad Quaker podcast. I listened to Stefan Molyneux for a while, but he kind of went off the rails and I wasn't able to listen to that any longer. I did listen to the... Um, to the survival podcast, and that's what introduced me to podcasts. And then, um, yeah, I had to part ways with uh, Jack Spierko because he he went off on vegans too. I'm not really sure, you know, what his problem with me is. He, we've never met. I've never spoken to the man, but uh, he, you know, he just made a blanket statement on one of the podcasts I was listening to that, you know. He didn't like vegans because if he went over to a vegan's house, they weren't going to cook him a steak. And I'm, I, you know, I don't even get that. Um, yeah, you know, he he said that if a vegan came to his house, he'd make sure he had something vegan for them to eat. But if he went over to a vegan's house, they weren't going to have meat for him to eat. Which I mean, I you know, he's right. Who could argue that? I mean, a vegan's not going to go buy you a steak and cook that for you. I you know I'm not gonna bring one into my house. Um, you want to bring one? We can talk about that. Uh, especially if I'm grilling outside, you know, we could find a way for you to grill your steak, and I'll grill what I'm gonna grill. You know, we could probably work something out. But you know, dude, don't bring a steak inside my house and expect me to, or especially don't expect me to go get it. I mean, one of the reasons why I don't eat meat is because I don't want to handle the raw meat. Um, you know, it's just not my thing anymore. Used to do that, but it's, you know, just, I don't know. After so many years without it and being in the house and all, I'm just not interested in it. So anyway, I just, I went off the rails there. Um, yeah, I used to listen to that on a daily basis when I could. When I had a internet connection, I'd download as many of those as I could. A lot of good information in the Survival Podcast, but... uh yeah, I just really lost respect for him after that, after wanting to force a vegan to feed him a steak. I just, that that ruined it for me. You know, I didn't even mind the episodes where he's talking about, you know, slaughtering animals, that kind of thing. I get it. That's his lifestyle. That's, you know, that's great. But, you know, and he's a minarchist, or at the time he was. I don't know what he is now, but that's what he was claiming to be, was a minarchist, which, I mean, that's better than a full-on, you know, socialist or communist, but, you know, still thinks, still thinks he needs to be ruled for some reason. Uh, you know, 
I'm sure he probably thinks that other people need to be ruled, not him. But, you know, that's part of the deal. If, you know, if he's going to rule his neighbors, then he's going to get ruled too. So anyway, no hard feelings toward Mr. Spearco, but, uh, you know, just kind of lost respect after wanting to force vegans to feed him steak. Other podcasts I've listened to, just recently I listened to Sherry Voluntary, I think maybe was the name of that. If I'm wrong, let me know. But uh, I listened to a couple of episodes of that. I've tried listening to a couple of others, but I don't get into like, I, I've never been a big fan of humor, uh, of humor, of like entertainment podcasts where people are all laughing and there's, you know, a couple of different guys or um, male, female, you know, like the, like the morning uh, radio shows in bigger markets. I don't know how it is in smaller markets, but um, like uh, when I lived in, uh, in some bigger cities like Atlanta, Tampa, New Orleans, there was always a morning show and then, you know, there's a group of people, five or six people and they're all ha 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 and laughing at really stupid things and, mindless things and I just you know I'm on my way to work if I if I'm listening to a radio show like that in the mornings I'm on my way to work and the last thing I want is a bunch of like just mindless laughter you know I'm about to deal with a bunch of mindless stuff when I get to work so let's you know I'd, I'd rather listen to something that's a little more philosophical and so I kind of look for the same things in podcasts and I just can't get into, you know, the the humorous podcasts. That's how I should have said that the first time. Humorous podcasts. I've tried to give them a listen and, you know, sometimes they're okay, but most of the times they're not. And even the okay ones, I just, I normally don't go back and listen to uh, on a regular basis. Uh, I did listen to the, um, what's he called, did he call himself the thinking atheist. I don't think he's doing that anymore. Uh, that one was pretty good, but believe it or not, I think he went off the rails one time about vegans or something. That was kind of strange, or maybe he went off on uh, anarchist. It was one or the other. Not really off on, you know, he didn't really go off on them, but there was there was definitely a um, a side trip there. Recently, I listened to Anarcho Inc. and uh, that one's promising. I've uh, I've listened to that. I think I've listened to just about every episode now, and if I haven't, then it's been downloaded and it's going to uh, it's going to make its way um, into my into my ears. I know at some point too, I was listening to some. Um, I just I remember that opening line, but I think it was one of those humorous ones when that that I had talked about. But I think maybe it was um, atheism. Oh, you know what? I also listened to. Um, Smalley, David Smalley and um, Dog, Dogma, something about Dogma, Dogma Debate. Listen to that one. Um, unfortunately, Dogma Debate went off the rails when, whenever it comes to voluntarism. Um, but I did listen to Dogma Debate. It was great because it was from a uh, skeptic point of view. But it was also so statist. I, the, you know, everybody on there was wanting to use government, wanting to use the state to force people to act a certain way, especially towards atheists. You know, they were all about 
forcing people to accept accept things they didn't want to accept, like transgendered people, forcing them to uh, accept atheists. And there were other points. Those are the only two I can come up with off the top of my head. But, you know, they they were really about suing people and, and using the state to force people to to accept their point of view. And I'm not about that either. You know, if you like me, then that's fine. If you don't like me, then, uh, you know, you're lost. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. You know, I say all this. I've got, like, zero friends. Uh, I've got some people I work with that tolerate me, and I've got some friends from high school. But if I sat down and had a talk with them like I've had in this podcast, uh, they would not be my friends anymore, I don't think. I've got maybe... I've got maybe two, like, lifelong, maybe three lifelong friends that, you know, we could have totally differing views on anything else and, and nothing's going to break that friendship. But in my everyday life where, you know, where I'm at now, I, I have no friends. And you can probably tell that just by listening to me. But, you know, it doesn't really bother me because um, I like to stick with my principles you know, my family is enough for me. And, you know, if I make some friends along the way, that would be great. But my family is always going to come first. Between that and work, it, you know, I'm uh, I'm stretched pretty thin. And then I do have these hobbies that I like to participate in. And uh, right now it's like 1230 in the morning. Uh, even if I had friends uh, at my age, we're not going to be uh, running around or anything. So the podcasting isn't really taking me away from anything. All right. So, uh, once again, I have went on and on and on much too long about nothing. I think I made the point that, uh, I'm excited about the podcast. I'd love to see it grow. If you guys could give it a share, anybody that listens to this, if you could just share it, that'd be great. And if you have any advice to give me, I am, uh, I'm all ears. All right. Well then until next time, this has been front porch Anarchast. freedom starts on your home front porch. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this broadcast of the Front Porch Anarchist. Like and share our page or send us a message at Front Porch Anarchist on Facebook. No masters.